Hey everyone out there in the CBC universe, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. And as always, I've got my gracious co-host, Chris, the uncontested creator, Gossidus. Oh! Hello. What's up, Paul? I don't know if you can hear that or not. <laughs> from, from, from six feet under, Soundy trying to last gasp of air. He's... Yeah, he's, he's choking him out. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, poor Saudi man. He's <laughs> Christ. I don't know. My my son has been such a disappointment. It's been it was a terrible Father's Day. Um, <laughs> he shows no gratitude whatsoever. Uh, <gasps> I'm gonna have to just end him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You hate to see it happen. You hate to see it, but sometimes it's necessary. It's one of those uh, pity kills. I think is what they call it. I mean, uh, he was crying about, like, I want to go, I want to be traded to L.A., I want to be traded to L.A., so. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's a deep cut. That's a deep, that's for all you uh, all you basketball fans out there. You know what's the, up. The dark days in the head for the 210. 210. The countdown city is is uh, counting down to oblivion, apparently. <laughs> uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday. Tomorrow's the NBA uh, draft. So we'll see what happens. We swear, this is a, we swear this is a comic book podcast. It is a comic book <laughs> podcast littered with NBA references. Uh, so we, uh, we're we going to cover a, a couple of movies. Uh, we know Solo came out like a really long time ago. Uh, but we actually we know we actually saw it, and we're going to give our thoughts. I, I Yeah, one of us finally saw it. That's right. I saw it like that week, okay? Mm. The week that we <laughs> recorded the last episode. We've also got Incredibles 2. We're going to talk about that, a.k.a. Uh, maybe the best Fantastic Four movie of all time. Uh, <laughs> we've, I'm super psyched to talk about the new Spider-Verse. We're going to talk about the last, two, the last five seconds of the new Spider-Verse trailer. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about those last five seconds for, like, 50 minutes. <laughs> it's going to be the time code. It's just going to say five-minute mark to 55-minute mark. Spider-Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was going to say. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about the new Spider-Verse trailer. We're going to talk about some Wonder Woman uh, 2 uh, footage. Maybe footage that we have saw. Uh, new, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle news. Uh, Disney and Fox in cahoots once again. You mean the Fox and the Hound? Oh, nice. Fox and the Mouse. Fox and... Rescuers Down Under? There you go. There it is. Uh, Stranger uh, Things. Uh, Song of the South? Mm, Chippendales <laughs> Rescue Launchpad McQuack uh, Dark Horse bringing Stranger Things to a comic book store near you some really crazy stuff that they're doing at Warner Brothers I don't I I, I just don't know we're gonna talk about they're, it but it's just a like dog chasing cars yeah they really wouldn't know what to do if they got one it like like wow uh, Avengers 4 promo leak art leak maybe Mm. Uh, looks like Hulk's maybe been doing some yoga, yoga lotties. Uh, Stan Lee! Stan Lee! Still in trouble. Hashtag save Stan Lee. Hashtag save Stan Lee. He's not been saved. He's still in trouble. It's looking bad, guys. It's looking real bad. And we're going to end. I'm not even going to say what it is. <laughs> but there are thoughts. And it's there looking are f- bad, too. There are feelings. There are emotions. We've actually gotten a few messages why have we not covered this thing? We are going to cover it. It's at the very end of the episode. I'm not even going to say what it is. If you care that much, just hang into the end. It's going to be there. Or All fast right. forward. Or fast forward. 
<laughs> you can do that. That's, uh, that's what's that's the beauty of a podcast. You can just skip around if you want. Uh, all right, let's talk about let's talk about Incredibles two because that's the most recent thing to come out. We both uh, have been fortunate enough to see the film. Mm-hmm. Before we uh, before we move any further into it, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in four yeah. in just four quick thoughts, just quick like general thoughts, four uh-huh. sentences, no yeah. run-ons. Flashback versus Flash versus okay. Incredibles two. What happened right. in Incredibles two? Uh, 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 so in the beginning, they re- they do a quick recap of Civil War, and <laughs> it leads right into Secret Invasion. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, it's Better Call Saul's not the bad guy, it turns out. Yeah. And then um, the kids are actually pretty capable. Uh, they end up coming to the rescue of the parents, and uh, it turns out this family is a lot more cohesive than they originally thought they were. There you go. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. I liked it. Uh, I like that <laughs> recap. It's <laughs> It was a fantastic four sentences. There you go. Uh, all we need is some uh, a, a Thing burger with Thing sauce. If you don't know what I'm referencing there, uh, a while back, it, it, way back, it, uh-oh. Uh-huh. The, the Denny's menu, they did this thing where they had a promotional crossover with the Fantastic Fan Four Stick movie. Uh, that came out like three or four years ago, and they made a menu for the Fantastic Four movie. They had uh, Mr. Fantastic, I think, like pancakes, uh-huh. Mr. Fantastic cakes, uh, a thing burger with thing sauce, which was a thing Thousand <laughs> Island dressing. So gross. And uh, anyway, um, unfortunately, the, if you wanted an Incredibles themed menu, the only place that I know that you could get one is at the IHOP Draft House. IHOP. IHOP. IHOP had it. Yeah. It had a uh, uh, elastico pancakes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had banana bread. It's really weird. I don't know what they're doing. Okay. Uh, it, violet's banana bread. It's it's they're. I don't can, know, man. Can we talk I, I about how violet and set. violet and dash don't have code names? They're just. That's just their, their names. names. We're gonna talk about that when it comes to Spider Gwen a little later. Uh, there's there's some thoughts on that as well. Uh, uh, let's see, Incredibles, Incredibles two. Uh, yeah, man, did you like Incredibles two? Yeah, I did. Um, it was actually pretty nuanced. For if I mean, I kind of it's a, I, I've seen basically all Pixar movies except the Cars movies. I, yeah. Uh, so it, it, I really like how Incredibles kind of stands out, even like the like the Uber, I guess, of the Pixar movies. Just because it has that kind of a retro futuristic styling that they do, right. like um, it's kind of like late fifties inspired st- yeah, stuff going on. Like I think it's like late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, yeah. It, it, again, it, it's that same vibe that uh, Team Fortress Two has. Uh, shout out to, to all the seven people who still play Team Fortress Two. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it's it's really cool. I think that really really helps it sell itself as this kind of wacky superhero movie. I mean, I maybe is that the problem that the Fantastic Four movies have been having? Is that they take themselves too seriously? If they were set maybe back in the 50s kind of aesthetic, would it have gotten over better? That That's an interesting idea. I mean, I think at this point it couldn't hurt to try that. Mm-hmm. I mean, because if it fails, so what? Like every other iteration of the cinematic Fantastic Four have failed. So, mm-hmm. you know, 
I, yeah, you, you, I, you at least have like a Ragnarok angle on this a little bit. You can get to go get away with kitschier kind of jokes. Definitely kitschier, and it's a family. Like Fantastic Four are a family, so you you kind of have to skew less serious because you've got yeah. children involved, and if you want them to really be a part of the story, a part of the narrative, it should be more lighthearted. Right, like that. Mm. I feel like it's pretty obvious. Like that's the that's the direction they should go, and they don't. They never do. Um, right. And you know, it's no secret that a lot of people consider Incredibles and now Incredibles two to be the best version of the Fantastic Four possible. It's kind of funny though, because like it's sort of like if the Thing married Mister Fantastic. It's <laughs> uh, in terms of the power set, but you know, whatever. It's, it's still Pride Month, man. Anything can happen. Cool. Hashtag Pride Month. Um. Yeah, let's see. I, I really like the Guardians of the Galaxy crossover with um, Incredibles 2. Oh, okay. What is this? This is Where, where Jack-Jack literally fights Rocket Raccoon oh, yes. for a good two minutes. That's my favorite scene of the movie. That's <laughs> I love that scene. That poor raccoon. Poor Rocket. <laughs> uh, he's lost all his friends. He's, he's <laughs> lo- he, has, he lost a lot, personally. <laughs> he lost a lot, and now he's got to deal with Jack Jack and his seventeen different superpowers. I mean, talk about a real Mary Sue, right? Like, wow, overpowered! Come on, lazy yeah. writing, <clears throat> lazy writing. Uh, only two charges, lazy writing. Um, <laughs> only seventeen powers, lazy writing. Um, yeah, I think the aesthetic. I think you hit on something really uh, key there. Is that the aesthetic of the film is it's so unique to this universe, and you mm-hmm. know, in, in a lot of ways, it reminds me. Even though it's not exactly the same, it reminds me of the Batman animated series from the nineties. That yes. it's very distinctive in terms of like the look of that universe. All these solid hard lines, kind of like Art Deco, almost right, like an Art Deco style, correct, and. So we're, we, you know, it's unfortunate. I think it's, it's kind of funny because I don't know where you saw the film. I ended up seeing it at the draft house and, uh, yeah, come on, man. There's only one theater for real. Uh, I mean, not apparently they, okay. Like we're not going to get into it, but apparently there's been some issues with, uh, maybe some like sexual, not assault necessarily, but like sexual harassment (laughs) stuff floating around the draft house. Jesus, uh, what? In, in corporate. This is all corporate, but like. Oh, oh! I think I read that article. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Oof. Yeah. We're not. We're not a. We're not a strict movie podcast. We're not going to really dive into that. But it is something you might want to look at for people that uh, that do frequent the draft house. Make up your own minds about how you feel about that. It's uh, it's a bit. It's a much. It's a bit much. Um, but at the draft house, before you saw the film, uh, before the film opened, you had you had um. Like pretty much everybody involved with the film, Craig T. Nelson, uh, Helen Hunt, and Man, uh, Coach is looking old. <clears throat> he's old. He's old. He was old when Coach came out. I mean, that was like thirty years ago. <laughs> uh, Samuel Jackson. Do you know off the top of your head how old he is? I want to say he's seventy-two years old. Let's see. Let's see. Seventy-two years old. Oh, oh, you were under by two. Seventy-four. He he's approaching the limit. Yeah, yeah. Where where <laughs> he's, he's there may not be an Incredibles three, especially if it takes fourteen <laughs> years to make. He's not going to be in it. Uh, Bob Parr is going to be Bob missing. He's going to be parlayed into death. Um, wow. <laughs> All right. So, but anyway, what I was trying to say is that the uh, opening sequence is that um, they all the actors and stuff basically say like, "Hey guys, sorry it took so long to make this film," yeah. <laughs> which is really weird. I've never seen a <laughs> film is. do that. Um, 
you know, like never, never, never start off your PowerPoint presentation in high school. Never started off with an apology. <laughs> you're, <laughs> like, set, what are you you're, to do? you're setting this the bar for failure. This is persuasive writing. What are you doing? Yeah, like you didn't see, you didn't see um, I Joy right at the beginning of uh, of uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, like apologizing <laughs> for how long the sequel took. It's just, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a thing. Um, was it worth the wait though? Yes, I, I firmly believe it was worth the wait. Uh, I really loved all the Edna stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, voiced by Brad Bird, by the way, director of the film and writer of the film. Uh, Brad, you know, Edna is a fantastic character. Jack, All of Jack-Jack's stuff was really great. Like you said, the raccoon was absolutely my favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like all of the characters got some time to shine. Maybe not Dash quite so much. Yeah, yeah, he had a lot of good stuff in the first one, though. Yeah, so a lot of Violet in this one, which my sister uh, really enjoyed because they're they're the same age now. They're the same age. Wow, which is yeah crazy because she was actually born the year Incredibles came out, the first one. Wow, and but since the sequel obviously takes place like literally right after the first one, Violet yep. is fourteen. And Bianca's fourteen, so they're the same age, and so she she really dug all the Violet stuff. Um, one thing I really wanted to talk about is mm-hmm. the very inventive, creative use of Fent- uh, Elastigirl's power set with like the cycle and kind of how that vehicle is specifically made to utilize her powers. That's oh, for sure. That's the kind of thing. This is the kind of stuff they need in a Fantastic Four movie. Mm-hmm. You need to, you know, you need to really expand what can be done with these characters. Their their powers are so fantastic, hence the name, right? Like, <laughs> show it, do something. Like, I, this is the template, right here yeah. with Incredibles too. What are your thoughts? You gotta imagine that the first couple of Fantastic Four movies were hindered, like, by the lack of uh, what could be accomplished in CGI. Um, I think they were made about what ten years ago now. Yeah. More maybe, um, ten to fourteen. Years. But yeah, again, that's that's one thing that animation has over like live action, even with CGI stuff. Uh, this universe is completely invented, so you you have no laws of physics to <laughs> to abide by. You can do actually whatever you want to with all these superpowers. That is only again, I think, just an animated form. It, there's some sort of like believability gap that you have, uh, some like uncanny valley thing that you have to consider when you ever do a, a live action movie with CGI. Right. Um, I, mean, I mean, even the stuff that the MCU gets up to, even like, yeah, Ant Man shrinking down to like really, really fucking small, but we could still, it's still believable a little bit. Um, it's not like breaking our believe, breaking our like a s- suspension of disbelief. Well, not only that, um, just if you don't mind me uh, interjecting here real quick, yeah, yeah. in Ant Man. They use that sizing difference in practical effects mm-hmm. to establish it in the real world. Like there are certain scenes in that movie where he's real small, but they do kind of a honey I shrunk the kids thing right. where they made actual models and props like to scale so that he looked small even though he was just normal Paul Rudd. Like so that helps. That helps go a long way to like connecting the uh or suspending the disbelief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it. I mean, uh, it's really, really cool that this that this property exists because I think, like you said, uh, these powers deserve to be you know put on display to their full potential, and I think it really can only happen in the Incredibles. 
I mean, definitely that's the case so far. Um, and they, and the thing is, they've had two cracks at it, and they've nailed it both times. Like, mm-hmm. so there really is no excuse for there not to be a half decent Fantastic Four movie at this point. Like, just literally steal shit from Incredibles. At this <laughs> point. Just steal it. Just steal it. Just that's all you gotta do. Like, pretty I mean, soon, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but, like, Disney's going to own Fox property stuff anyway. They're going to get Fantastic Four. You're, it's your own company. You can't steal from your own company. Just just, <laughs> just take it. It's, you it's can definitely steal from your own company, I my mean, dude. <laughs> those, those boxes Shout of reams of paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I was thinking, like, reams of paper. You're thinking, like, hey, billions hey, of dollars. Hashtag Blockbuster. Fuck y'all. <laughs> oh, wow. Hashtag slash RIP Fazoli's in San Antonio, though. Because, like, oh, what? that's what legit happened. Okay, so Fazoli's, for those that, that don't have a Fazoli's near them, it's this, like, fast food Italian restaurant. It's not amazing or anything, but it's pretty good. It's, like, really cheap. The closest one to San Antonio is in San Marcos. They actually had one in San Antonio for like six months, but the <laughs> the fucking district manager of that Fazoli's embezzled like a million dollars, and they oh. then they shut it down. So like that's that's it. That's all the wow. Fazoli's that's, that's ever a been. lot of that's a lot of fettuccine, man. It's like, all that the you alfredo know, sauce alone. That's a creamy sauce, man. That's real creamy. <laughs> that's it's a heavy. real cream. So- it's a real heavy cream. Um. All right, let's talk about my one sort of hashtag heavy cream. Let's <laughs> sort of put it on a shirt. Uh, let's let's talk about my one sort of uh, not gripe necessarily, but just like okay, they telegraphed this pretty hard. the yeah. The reveal of the screen slaver. Also, not a fan of that as a name for a character, yeah. but yeah, it's alright, but it's fine. not the best. Um, the telegraphing of it being the sister is actually the screen. I mean, you like from the second she entered this film, entered the film, I'm like that's gonna be the villain. <laughs> the second where he they recall the story of their parents and their father getting murdered, mm-hmm. and she disagrees with um, with uh, Bob Odenkirk, uh, Winston, uh, Winston. Uh, better call Saul. Better call Saul. Right away, I'm like, "That's it. That's the villain. That's gonna be the villain." And it, I mean, did that was that not your experience? I mean, it just felt really, really telegraphed, and that's fine. I mean, it, it kind of yeah. I didn't need the twist, honestly. I I thought it definitely was gonna be Bob Odenkirk, um, just because uh, he was kind of in that suit. He was the fast talking kind of business business guy, um, and those are always you know prime marks for for villainhood, yeah. I yeah. guess. Uh, Villandum, uh, Villam Defoe. Shouts to uh, Lex Luthor. <laughs> Shouts to our commander in chief. Luther. Um, no, Mark, Lex, Martin Lex, Luther. No, Lex Luthor. Right, he, and then ninety-nine compliments or <laughs> complaints. <laughs> and then anyway. Uh, yeah, him. Oh, oh, Lex. Yeah, sexy Lexi, man. Yeah. Um. Eating those Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> I'm about to say, feeding a grown-ass adult man a, a Jolly Rancher. That, God, what a fucking weird movie. That's the death penalty uh, right there. <laughs> People have died for less. <laughs> you don't feed a grown-ass man a Jolly Rancher, like, in his mouth. You don't, ah. Did you just assume my favorite flavor? I mean, at least you know, ask. Just give me the, give me, it's in a wrapper. It's individually wrapped. Just give it to me that way. <laughs> the way everyone has for the entire history of humankind. 
Uh, so again, with the whole like, uh, the parents might be into like the you know, this is better call Saul. This is already a sleazy character. Right. Uh, I thought it was definitely going to go that way, but um, yeah, the, the sister thing you could see, you could see like the the fighting and like the difference of opinions, and like they're polar opposites from the get go. So it's going to be one of them, right? Yeah, it definitely. Is. I do like that they kind of bring two sides to this debate. It's almost like they handled the civil war argument. Mm-hmm. In a better way than Marvel's Civil War did. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> they benefited from the marriage, right? They, uh, they, because they essentially, the two sides are one is like superheroes are great. We should believe in them and like trust in them uh, because they're sacrificing so much to help us. And the opposing side is essentially like superheroes are great in theory, but if we rely on them too much, we don't. We no longer have that that drive to fend for ourselves and, mm-hmm. and to really be proactive in our own right. It's actually a really good argument. Um, yeah. Did you have any other qualms about Incredibles two or things that you wanted to shake out? Um, the third act kind of resolves too quickly. Um, but I mean, by that point we we know all we need to know about these characters. Like there's really nothing more to explore too much, except if you want to go through more of their family, you know, day to day struggles. But again, we, we see a lot of that. Um, it's kind of a too quick and too neat resolution, but, um, you know, I, I, I guess we're to, uh, to use the Marvel four act kind of, uh, format yeah. where the third act is just basically the entire climax, the, 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 the fight. Yeah. I, I didn't, um, it sounds like I didn't like the film. I liked it plenty. Uh, I liked it a lot, yeah. But the uh, another thing I thought was a little like, meh, is they used the same device twice. And in, in, in the in the first act, you've got them chasing down the uh, the giant drilling machine and oh, right. trying to slow it down. Yeah. And then at the end of the third act, you've got essentially the same thing with the, with the cruiser, with the ship. Uh, and where they're doing the same thing, they're trying to slow it down and keep it from crashing into something. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I mean, okay, you know. Yeah, and even both times the whole family was involved too. <laughs> yeah. The whole family and Frozen <clears throat> both times. So, yeah. But overall, I mean, one, the movie is great. It's definitely worth seeing if you haven't seen it. Even if it were maybe the worst Pixar film, which it is not. Oh, definitely not. It would still be the best Fantastic Four film by a long <laughs> shot. So it's all a, ma- a matter of perspective. Um, all right. Oh, one real quick. Uh, one yeah. character we did not see in this film is Mirage, uh, who was in the original film. She was the like assistant uh, with the like the silver hair. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's because the actress that played her uh, died. Uh, Elizabeth Pena. Elizabeth Pena. Yeah, yeah. Benya. So, which is kind of sad because I uh, that was a cool character. It would have been nice to to bring her back in some capacity, but um, just want to give yeah shouts. some kind of like you know helping from like behind a computer screen, a guy in the chair, a girl in the chair, girl in the chair. Uh, shouts to Elizabeth Henny, R.I.P. Uh, all right, let's move on to Solo. Okay, this is a movie that came out like a month ago. Feel so like so long ago, so long ago. Everyone's already formulated their opinions. That's great. We're going to give you ours now. Uh, the uh, film did not do that well. Uh, it didn't do terribly. I mean, it still made hundreds of millions of dollars. I believe it's made over $200 million. Um, 
Chris, you want to fact check that? You want to see what box yeah, office I'll Mojo is saying? I, I I do feel like it's made like two hundred and fifty somewhere in there. Um, so not bad, but in yeah. terms of like Star Wars films, it's the worst performing uh, one. So that is concerning, uh, concerning and disconcerting. Uh, I so, mean, Jesus Christ! If I had one hundred ninety six million, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah. Uh, is that how much it made? One ninety six. Yep. Is that domestic? Yep. What's got? Do you have worldwide numbers? Uh, worldwide, uh, over three million, three hundred forty-three. Three forty-three. That's not nothing. But you yeah, know, Jesus Christ. I, I, I mean, <laughs> gone are the days where we didn't care about this. Right. Well, here's the problem with this film, though, because they ended up essentially having to reshoot like eighty percent of the film. Uh, so much so that the main villain, who's not in it that much anyway, uh, played by Paul Bettany, shouts to a Knight's Tale. By the way. Chaucer. Chaucer, Chaucer, my boy. Um, <laughs> oh, Rick von Lichtenstein. <laughs> Highly underrated film, by the way. Night's Tale. Uh, it's such a good film. Go check out Night's Tale, everybody. It's great. It's a good time. You've been weighed. You've been measured. You've been found You've been wanting. Found wanting. Been found so wanting. <laughs> so wanting. It's a really good film. Really good film. Uh, real fun time. Uh, so yeah, played by Paul Bettany was originally played by Michael K. Williams, just not in the film anymore. He's just wow. gone. He's just not in. Yeah. It. He's in the from the wire. Uh, so that that sucks. Um, but uh, they shot like eighty percent, reshot it. That's going to cost a lot. Um, there's all this controversy and turmoil about the film, about the directors, about the script, about the right. actor uh, Alden Einreich. Um, Is that you say his name? And in uh, Alden. I've just been saying like Fourth Reich all, all it's, along. It's Alden something. Ian Reich. Alan, Alan, Alan Alda. Not Alan Alda. Not Alan Alda. Uh, <laughs> so uh, here's the you thing. You don't know though. that. Here's, sure. here, here's the thing though. Okay. And and they have already gone on. Apparently they're having meetings. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy at crew. Is, they're having meetings. They're going to slow down the pace of Star Wars films after episode nine think they're going to move away from the one star wars film a year which i don't Keep think is a, the rest. i don't think that's a bad idea i think i think they should space these things out a little more uh every two or three years is fine mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not like people are going to f- forget what star wars is <laughs> uh you can relax it's fine it's going to be fine oh we'll get in that in a second. but like <laughs> yeah you know what i'm about to say but we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> the film is fun it's enjoyable it's entertaining it's it's a good time. Um, is it necessary? Was it necessary? No, not really. Uh, I you know if they had never made it, would it would you have really known? Uh, probably not. Hmm. Uh, except for maybe one thing, and this is spoiler. I mean, you know, we've talked about. We I don't even know why we say this anymore. We're gonna spoil everything. We don't do no spoilers here on the show. You knew what it was when you signed up. <laughs> The uh, the Darth Maul reveal was interesting, yeah. and so that sort of like puts you in a place like okay, well, where's that going? Like that's interesting, and I I completely agree with that take. But by yeah, and... uh, it seemed like yeah. um they were trying to really kind of appease all the all the people who are all the fans, I guess, quote unquote fans who were left disenfranchised a little bit by like the rewriting of the canon, like yeah. all the extended universe stuff, all the legacy stuff, I guess. Um, that's kind of like been um. Like, oh, yeah, this novel didn't really happen in canon. We're going to kind of 
right. over that. Uh, there's a lot of ties to kind of like Shadows of the Empire, I thought. There's a lot of ties to like the Star Wars Rebels series that's going on. Um, chief chief part being Darth Maul uh, with, the, with his robot legs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I saw this man fall down a, like a shaft of a planet, I think, or something. Uh, cut in half. He shouldn't be alive, but he is. All right. It's hey, fine. Man. It's whatever. He's, he's always wanted robot legs. He got robot legs, just like that kid in uh, Grandma's Boy. <laughs> so, dreams come true you would understand it if you had robot ears yeah uh, <laughs> fucking grandma's boy <laughs> that's all I can think about I don't know, I don't know what I was talking about uh, <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, yeah there's little tidbits here and there that kind of like um, play into larger kind of ideas that you know from the expanded universe that a Star Wars was I think that, that from that part like this film definitely needed to be made. Um, anytime you can kind of flesh out what this galaxy looks like is, uh, you know, that's actually what Star Wars is. Star Wars has always been like the main Skywalker story is like, you know, it's like I, I kind of made the analogy before. It's kind of like you know, the Mort Arthur. We're talking about royalty here. Right. We're talking about one family and the tribu- trials and tribulations over many years. That's fine. That's, <laughs> you know, that's high fantasy almost. What I want to know more about is like the daily lives of different people who live in this galaxy. I, mean, I think this setting is is fantastic beyond measure. I want more of that shit. So, yeah, I I, I loved it wholeheartedly. Okay, hey man, I don't I don't think you're wrong. In fact, and if anything, you maybe you're convincing me that this film was more essential than I initially thought. Uh, at the end of the day, it is really it is fun. It's a fun movie, and it and it's. It kind of reminded, and this is going to sound weird given the character, but it reminded mm-hmm. me a little bit of like Indiana Jones. Yeah, it was very. It's a very much an adventure film. Uh, in a way, it's almost like a polar opposite of Rogue One, mm-hmm. which is so somber and dour and just, you know, it, it's about the 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 crushing weight of the Star Wars saga. Is, you know, on that movie, uh, this is huh. like, this is like the polar opposite of that, and I liked yeah. it. I really thought it, it's something that can be enjoyed. Um, what what if anything do you want to see fleshed out from what's given here in Solo? Oh man, um, I, I I at the at the uncertain risk of stealing your pick, uh, maybe more Lando. Uh, because we have Childish Gambino, <laughs> yeah, the Donald Glover, um, yeah. Seeing how well this movie kind of fleshed out, seeing how well this arc went, uh, I want to see kind of like uh, is, is Lando's stuff all bullshit? Do you, should you believe every story you've ever heard about him? Uh, I'd love to see that. Yeah, I, and plus it's 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 Donald Glover. So if you can attach him to anything right now, you do it. Uh, again, calling back to the failed Deadpool animated series I I don't understand yeah. come I don't, on FX I don't understand um, I, I thought he did such a great job of, of portraying the character of Lando Carissian even his voice, his inflections like the syntax of his sentences they, it all was just on point uh, in a really cool way and it was good to see it whereas uh, Alden's stuff he didn't really to me he didn't seem like Han Solo like he didn't seem like Harrison Ford 
as right. Han Solo, which is fine because like that's kind of impossible to do. I get on some <laughs> level, and maybe you don't even try. Uh, yeah, he's he's. I mean, come on, Icarus. He, Harrison Ford's up there. Yeah. No, I know. It's he's like what one of the the most like charming, like good looking actors of all time. He's like top five probably. So <laughs> he's a top five guy. He's top five. You don't, you know, you don't trade him for the twelfth and thirteenth pick in the draft. Is all I'm saying. Why um, are you trading down? Don't do that. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, kind of going back to like what I said about Incredibles, the one thing I didn't like about the film, one thing, one small thing, mm-hmm. one thing. My favorite line in the movie's not in the movie. Oh yeah, that's totally true. <laughs> Thought we're in trouble there. The, we're the fine. Most, it's fine. The most, we're fine. The most, the most Han Solo line isn't in the movie. <laughs> the most Han Solo line in the entire film is not in the film. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say on the bridge of, or like the the prison block of uh, in a new hope it's like uh, we're all fine here we're fine uh, we're, how are you we're okay how, how are you how are you yeah we're okay how are you <laughs> who is this what's your operator number <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah that line's not in it crushed me crushed me <laughs> wow that he line was the, he was in the middle of the Kessel run man. <laughs> he was he was taking the shortcut Look. he never said it I, that's the time to say it, okay? When you're when you're rounding down and getting twelve parsecs, <laughs> that's when you say it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the Blu-ray deleted scene. If it is not on there, I'm going to send an email. Oh, oh no! <clears throat> oh, the the highest level of millennial rage. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna eat some avocado toast. I'm gonna <laughs> type on the keyboard. <laughs> Probably from my phone, actually, because it's a millennial. Um, I can't believe that line wasn't it. I literally use that line very often now, just in conversation. I, I work it in. Uh, so I, it hurt me. It hurt me a little bit that that was not in the film. Anything? Was there anything in particular that you were disappointed in? Um, not too much. Um, I could have used more Paul Bettany. I could have used more Khaleesi. But when can you not? Um, what about L3? More oh, L3? shit, yeah. She went out like a champion, though. Uh, yeah. She went out starting a robot revolution. Uh, shout out to anybody trying to start a revolution these days. Um, Make sure you print I'm enough pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, logistics is a part of it. You got to get the word out. If people don't know, they can't be angry. So... Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I really liked L3 a lot. As much as I liked Lando, I would say L3 is actually my favorite character. Um, yeah, what a standout. But, uh, great droid. Great, great, uh, good time. So, yeah, if you haven't seen Solo, it's probably going to be at the Dollar Theater by now. (laughs) Uh, go see it for a dollar. It's good. Go see it. Two bucks. Cheap date. You won't. You won't. You'll have a good time. All right. Oh, boy. I mean, this could literally... Just take the rest of the pod, just, mm, just chew on it, just... Did, did, did you just... just mm, you said podge right now? Just, like, Kirby, just... Just just eat, just take it all in. Um, uh, no. <clears throat> we got the the extended Miles Morales Enter the Spider-Verse uh, Spider-Man trailer. Okay, uh, I'm trying real hard not to just fanboy all over this thing. 
it is amazing. Is it too early to say it's that th- this might be the best film of all time? Where you at, Orson Welles? Oh shit! We're calling out Citizen Kane. <laughs> were you at 2001: Space Odyssey? I did not know that film was like 50 years old now. Oh man, I think I'm, I think I saw it in the theater when I was 10. You know? No, not, <laughs> not really. Not that old. You're old, but you're not that old. Not that you? old. Just just feel that way. <laughs> just feel that way sometimes. Um, where you at? Jurassic Park. Steven Spielberg. Um, this movie looks like it is absolutely everything that it needs to be that I wanted it to be that I hoped it would be that I wished it could be the art design is amazing oh it's incredible and it's just jaw dropping it's got Jake Johnson voicing Peter Parker Spider-Man which I'm a huge fan of Jake Johnson just saw Tag the other day pretty fun pretty fun Mm. movie it's kind of dumb. It's it's a dumb movie, but it's fun. Like, <laughs> you see a matinee, get out of the sun. It's hot outside. It's a good time. Um, you got Miles Morales, and then, as if they didn't even need this. They didn't even need to do it. They mm-hmm. didn't need to do it. But at the end of the trailer, we see Spider-Gwen make an appearance. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Uh, there's the fanboy. Wow. <laughs> Owen wow. Wilson. Wow. Owen, <laughs> That's how amazing. It's Owen Wilson levels of excitement. Chris, I'm going to stop there. What did mm-hmm. you think of this trailer? It, it is a technical marvel. Um, I found out that, uh, and it's not hard to find out, I mean, it's all over Twitter. They actually use, <laughs> like, different brushes to, like, paint the backgrounds a little bit. So it's not like a, like, a forced camera blur that they're doing it's like um it's actually different brushes that's being used wow. just the amount of attention to the art detail is yeah. astounding um i don't know how it must be millions upon millions that sony's dumping into this it's amazing it, it looks i mean your your reaction is not hyperbolic <laughs> this is, looks like a really really stunning movie at, at first it looked more like a tech demo but uh, I'm 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 in it for the story. It looks like they have um they actually thought out a lot of like how to introduce Miles into the whole system. Yeah. So um, I don't know how heavily it's going to borrow from Marvel Ultimate, but um it looks really really good. I, I'm I'm just kind of worried though. Are have they shown us all the Spider Gwen they're going to show us? Don't you put that Wh- evil on me? What, what if what if the last five seconds of that trailer is the last five like seconds the of that movie? It's like the t- it's like the uh, yeah the end credit stinger. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, what better way to introduce an, a standalone Spider Gwen movie? That I, you know what? If that's ultimately where they're moving, then I'm fine with it. Uh, and plus, even if it's five or ten seconds long, I'm gonna see the movie like fifteen times, so that's like a <laughs> decent minute and a half. Um, yeah. <laughs> we were deriding, we were deriding the DC diehards for trying to go see uh, Justice, Justice League. League. Least, Save the six or six whatever, times. six for the six or whatever. <laughs> You're going to double that, no problem. I mean, like, okay, we've talked about MoviePass before on this podcast. Not yet a proud sponsor. (laughs) Proud sponsor. Uh, They have a lot of, like, terms of agreement clauses in their their verbiage. (laughs) When this movie comes out, I'm going to go big. Like, this is my, like, this is a die on a hill here. (laughs) 
they're going to revoke my membership because I'm going to abuse it. I'm going to figure out every loophole there is to see this movie as many times as possible. Um, yeah, I'm not even scared of it not living up to the hype because I think the floor on this film is so high. It's up there. It's really, really up there for the like the the action scenes alone that they've already teased in the trailer. How about this though? Is this the right move for Sony? Because it feels like they're kind of digging their heels in right now. Like um, they have Venom coming out. Yeah. Um, they've partnered up with Marvel for the the Homecoming sort of trilogy, I guess right. whatever it is. Yeah. But they're still doing their own shit. Is that the right move? <coughs> what I think they're doing is they're they're kind of doing the the uh, the pasta on the wall. They're just throwing shit up, mm. and whatever sticks, then they're gonna move forward. And um, you know, it's like um, you know when Lego Movie came out, Warner Brothers didn't know it was gonna be such a hit. Like they <laughs> they thought it was gonna do well, they wouldn't have made it. Right. But they had no idea it was gonna be this thing. And I I suspect that even Sony and I mean maybe this movie doesn't do well. I don't know how that would be possible, but I don't suspect that Sony beyond like a normal expectation thinks this movie's gonna do like amazing mm-hmm. but i think it really will i think at christmas time that's when it's coming out like it's that just there's a lot of time there to see the movie that's during the break when a lot of the kids are off yeah school you know it's when teachers are winding down and winding into the eggnog <laughs> all right and then they got it they want to go check out a flick you know like it's gonna be I and they got uh what's her face uh Haley what's her name Steinfeld Stayfield oh yeah, yeah uh, as it. the voice of Spider Gwen uh great that's great she's gonna be in that Bumblebee uh, I don't know why I said it like that but she's gonna be in that Bumblebee films coming out that like she doesn't look like total <laughs> garbage um so yeah uh just all in all in a thousand percent on this film and the trailer. I think I'm uh, right there with you. It's on our comic book characters page, by the way, on Facebook. Uh, feel free to check it out there. It's uh, We've got the whole thing posted up there for you guys. All right, moving on. As much as I don't want to, we do have a lot of other things to cover. <laughs> All right, from, from the spectacular and the amazing to the uh, confounding, I guess is probably a good word. <laughs> uh, we saw, and we've also thrown it up on the Facebook page, over at facebook.com forward slash Neil before pod, or just search comic book characters. Uh, we just posted some video of what is apparently a first look at wonder woman, 84 wonder woman two. And is this the first appearance of the wonder woman, invisible jet in the cinematic <laughs> DC universe? I maybe uh, like probably it looks like it, but but I think the better question is why is Gamora? Why are they doing this? What is what is <laughs> happening here, Chris? What is going on? It, I mean, it's not even a jet. <laughs> the, the the I mean, oh, I guess going back to the TV series, the fuselage looks like a P fifty one or like a, a, it's a it's a Mustang. It's a propeller propeller plane. It's it's not a jet. <laughs> it's um. I don't know why they're doing this. It, it looks hilarious, though, the footage yeah. that we do have. Because like, it looks like she's on a huge swing. Yeah, like a real big, uh, <laughs> like a, like an amusement park swing. It's And she's just chilling. She's having a good time. She's, like, pedaling with her foot, maybe. Or maybe she's, <laughs> maybe she's just having a good time. Like, I don't know. I, we don't know. It does look ridiculous. I can't imagine how they're going to work this in. 
I mean, like, they don't have they don't have enough money for this to be a swerve, right? I mean, because Russo's are pretty good about like uh, giving us like fake inf- or false information in the trailers. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know that they've earned that yet. Um, right. Kudos to them if that's what this is. Uh, <laughs> like mad props. I don't know how they're gonna do. How are they gonna do it? How are they going to do it? How is it going to make sense in the narrative of the film? Right. I mean, just logistically, what what benefit does that give you? I mean, we were, you were talking about this a little bit earlier. It's like you can still see the person flying it. You can't see the plane, but like, holy fuck, there's a woman sitting if, down and she's just flying. If anything, it's a disadvantage because it's going to make people gawk and notice you. Like you're just better off in a normal plane, just a regular jet. Like just zooming around because then people won't be like they'll be like oh look there's a jet in the air like that's what they're that's where they go it's fine so and even don't... thanos even thanos favors a helicopter <laughs> thanos, thanos copter versus 70s television show wonder woman jet i am here for it <laughs> a thousand percent i don't know like i'm just saying like if people if people see a woman just floating in midair seated as if she were in an aircraft of some sort they might say Hmm. I think we're gonna be in trouble there, but I guess we're okay. We're okay. It's fine now. We're okay. I thought we we're gonna be in trouble. She seems fine. She's, <laughs> she's not falling. I guess it's okay. Uh, I mean, maybe you can still get away with it in 1984 because there's no like, uh, you know, fo- uh, cameras on phones. Like phones. There's not cameras everywhere. There's yeah. No recording devices. <laughs> she's not gonna make Vine. Like, hey yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be a, like a Gabby show, like react with like 15 <laughs> different fonts of red and white and yellow uh, text all over the thumbnail. Smash that like button. Desecrate that bell. Yeah. You won't believe what I saw yesterday. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Dead body. So sad. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Why did you fire? <laughs> What? Real quick though, Why? real quick. All right, I guess R.I.P. XXX Tentacion. Uh, like <laughs> Logan Paul's reaction was no, 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 no. And like <laughs> the first comment was like, "What? You didn't get to film the body first? Oh my god! Twitter has no fucking chill. I love it. No chill. That is so savage. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I don't even I don't even know how to respond to that. Uh, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Um okay, uh T R T L E Power Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, new movie coming from Paramount. Cool. I mean they made a couple, they were kind of successful. There was uh, Megan Fox was in them. That's probably not a good thing. Um uh, apparently uh this one's just gonna be called Ninja Turtles, which begs the question. Are they grown up? Are they going to be in their 20s? <laughs> Do they still love pizza? Do they still love How are they the no sweater? longer mutants? Yeah. What? Yes! That also... Are they normal-sized turtles that are also ninjas? It's <laughs> a good question. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be a reboot or a prequel or a sequel at this point. Um, I... I, I mean, you know, I saw those two, the Michael Bay-produced Ninja Turtle films. They're, they're okay. I mean, like, the second one actually tries pretty hard to mimic the cartoon in a lot of ways. Uh, with, like, Krang and Bebop and Rocksteady. They're very cartoon. <laughs> 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 I've said this for the last time, Twitter. 
I got to a title soap. Yeah. Um, you know I'm going to go all in on a Krang impression, man, every single time. Um, films were not terrible. Uh, I don't know that they need to keep making them. <laughs> but I guess it's not up to me. It clearly is not up to me. What do you? Are you in on this? Do you do you want more Ninja Turtle movies? Would you Would you rather this be a sequel, prequel, or reboot at this point? Um, shit. Yeah, I'd rather a reboot. Uh, just because <laughs> I did not keep up with the Bay um, TMNTs. Um, the just the, because of the Bay the Bertles. The, the Bertles. <laughs> I did not watch the Bertolds at all, yeah. uh, because I didn't watch the 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 Bandsformers, like yeah. past the first one. Yeah. So I don't good think choice. I need to. Great choice. <laughs> that was a great choice by you. Yeah. All <laughs> time. All time. G O T. G O A T. Goat. Goat choice right there. Uh, I mean, uh, the property still exists and still is really really popular on the animated front. Again, I think the move might be. <clears throat> throw this into an animated feature and that's not the wrong move yeah um uh, not, not for nothing uh, teen titans go i guess got an animated feature oh yeah that. that's not on the slack we should have talked about that i saw the trailer uh yeah. real, okay let's real quick let's do a quick aside on this teen titans so, go just what yeah. yes or no what are you are you in or are you out no hell no fuck no Fuck that! Okay. The, the original Teen Titans com- uh, cartoon wow. was so good wow. and so wow. iconic that wow. Go kind of like just shits on the memory of it. Wow! Uh, even though a lot of the comedy and a lot of the characterization is the same, um, it's just that the change in art style is too drastic for me, man. I'm yeah. not that young. Okay. Okay. Wow! I love this because I'm in. I I'm completely the opposite. I uh, no, I know. Granted, I loved the original Teen Titans, Titans cartoon. I think that's a great cartoon. They have amazing story arcs. What they do with like Robin and Slade slash Deathstroke is great stuff. Great, great. The Beast Boy episodes where he's like depressed, <laughs> uh, where he does like mental health kind of stuff. Great, great stuff. I I love that show. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. This movie is not that show. We're right. apparently never going to get that show or that this a movie of that show, so this is its own thing. But what I do love is they lean real hard into the humor, into the yeah. self-referential stuff. It's, They're calling Slade Deadpool. Yeah, they call him Deadpool. Like, hey man, look at Deadpool, and he's like, I'm not Deadpool. What do you think Deadpool should be calling himself <laughs> Deathstroke? Like, you know, like I loved all of that. Like that is real fun. They can do a lot yeah. of really fun stuff there. Uh, they got they got our boy Cage, Nicholas Cage's Superman. Like, there's a lot going <laughs> he on. He finally there. made it. He finally made it. Dreams do come true. One shining moment, the glory of the valley beyond. Um, all that's the beautiful <laughs> splendor. Uh, so, I. <laughs> oh fuck you! Oh my god, I can't breathe. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh my god! So I'm all in on this film. I, I get that it's stupid, and I get it's really for kids. <laughs> I just really like that they leaned really hard into it, and they reference Deadpool. Like they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. If Deadpool's gonna do this shit, we're gonna do it too. And I love that. I love the playfulness of it. Uh, that, but yeah, we'll definitely touch more on uh, Teen Titans Go. Go to the movies. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> as, I mean, as more stuff comes at back. the very least, watching the trailer, I did get a very strong Lego movie vibe from it. And I think that's the right play. Right. Yeah, it is exactly the right play. Speaking speaking back to the, the turtles of the Bertles, um, <laughs> what they should do, like you said, because uh, the, the realm seems to be in animation. They should have they should have done a real stylized a la Spider-Verse, uh, Enter the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. type of film. Where it's this super hyper stylized animation, very dynamic yeah. action. I think you could you could uh, like with like you know like manga lines, like action lines. You know, like those thick black action lines coming through whenever like the turtles would would fight or whatever. Like you could, I just right. feel like there's a missed opportunity there. Yeah, um, I mean, harkening back to the original comic days. I mean, that's the style they need to like right. really replicate. Right, the old Eastman and, and Laird uh, stuff. I, yes. So, you know, we don't know. We haven't seen anything. There's literally like no image yet for this. So may, maybe they do. The, they do go in that direction in some capacity. It's highly doubtful, but we'll keep tabs on it and let you <laughs> all, let you all know as uh, as it comes out. All right. Uh, we won't talk too much about this because we've touched on it before, and it's just kind of businessy stuff. But it is pretty cool because this is the first major step into making. A good Fantastic Four movie, a reality. Um, apparently, Disney made their final bid for Fox, and that offer was officially accepted by Fox. The bid was higher than the Comcast counter bid. Hey, Sandy, coming back for one more round. That's he likes well deserved. It. Well deserved. Uh, yeah, so it looks like we are one hurdle down. Uh, in what is going to be a series of hurdles to getting this thing done. Now, granted, I think all all conservative estimates said that this is going to take a couple of years uh, to shake out, which is kind of crazy. Um, but we're looking at like a 2020-2021 kind of resolution to all this. And mm-hmm. I think Fags has already said that like the MCU is sort of planned out to like 2024. Um so they have no plans for any of the Fox property stuff at this point, which they shouldn't because it's not mm-hmm. done. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? I, I, I mean, I feel like we've touched on it before. It's, it's, good, it's a good thing, I think. But what do you what do you think? Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, two sides of the coin, right? I mean, at one point, it's just like, you know, millionaires or billionaires getting richer. Um, I thought the Comcast thing was going to throw a monkey wrench into it. But I guess they just want like uh, is one of their cut. Of Fox, as they, these vultures devour that company. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think um, anytime you can get like better colors for your palette, yeah. that's good narratively. Right. Even I mean, it would be amazing to see yeah. like a Marvel House of M movie or some shit like that. Yeah, they could do so much. They could do so much. I mean, yeah, you could. You could have. I'm just saying, you could have. You know, maybe one day you could have Mysterio just, um, you hmm. know, randomly show up at the X Manor. Oh, no. Mansion. And, uh, you know, I don't, you know, what <laughs> happens next? I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. What happens, happens. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens, man. Um, okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool news. Not, not a lot, uh, in terms of detail, but. Dark Horse is going to be bringing the Stranger Things universe to the comic book realm. Are we actually talking about publishing? 
Yeah, right. You know, those those uh, 10 fans in the corner that constantly <laughs> berate us for not talking about the publishing side of the comic books. Um, yeah, I think depending on what creative teams they get involved here, uh, and I don't really know who works for Dark Horse at the moment. To be honest, I believe they have an artist by the name of Matt Frank who was local to like the San Antonio, Austin, um, New Braunfels, or uh, San Marcos area. He does Godzilla. I, I think he has a contract with Dark Horse. I'll have to check on that. And if he does, maybe uh, maybe uh, maybe he works on this, and maybe we can reach out to him. That'd be great. Uh, but I think it, oh, just in just standalone. I think the idea of bringing the Stranger Things universe into a published uh, comic format is really cool and could really open the doors for a lot of fantastic storytelling. Sort of like what you said with um with solo where you can you can start looking at other other characters mm-hmm. in the town or like other people that could be involved with things not necessarily even needing to focus on the kids or uh Renona Ryder or anyone like that or the sheriff you know right what what would you like to see out of a stranger things comic book i mean exactly that i think uh i was one of like i guess the Four people that didn't vehemently hate that uh, the episode where Eleven kind of just runs off to Chicago. Oh man, people really hated bit. that episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, because I, I it's, I'm just, I'm a sucker for world world building. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, I want to see like what the hell happened to all the other kids. She's eleven, but what happened to one through ten? Yeah. Think, <laughs> Were there more? I think that's the perfect series to start. By the way. Yeah. You just, you just see I, that. It, it's a smart move, just because. Um, I, I guess a lot of the criticism is that like uh, the Duffers kind of rushed the story for season two, but I mean these they're working against the clock here. Time is the enemy. It's just that they're, they're um, these kids are aging. <laughs> yeah, and they're changing, and you can't hide their aging really. So. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you put it in like a different medium, you have more room to work. Um, I'm looking at like the first cover of it right now. It's like a one of four run at least mm-hmm. the initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jody Hauser is a I guess the writer because they got the first. Uh, the first credit, and then Stefano Martino uh, is, I'm the assuming, artist? the artist. Yeah, Stefano Martino I've heard of. Uh, I can't think of what Martino's done. I know I've seen that name on some stuff. It's pretty good mm-hmm. art. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with Hazard at all. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to pick up that first issue, though. Um, oh, for sure. And uh, we'll see where it goes. I'm uh, I'm excited. It's uh, It should be pretty cool. Hopefully it's it's good stuff. Um. All right. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> there's there's two segments that we have this week where where Chris and I are just like, what the what the fuck is what is happening? What is why <laughs> what what decisions are being made and why is Gamora? Um. Um. So apparently we already knew about the Walking Phoenix standalone Joker film. It's going to be produced by Scorsese. Okay, good pedigree. It's going to be set in the 80s. It's supposed to be like a gangster film. Yes, I'm in. I'm all in on that. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Okay, apparently word is that now that that film along with other planned films. God, what is Warner? What are Warner Brothers and DC doing? Uh, they're creating their own. <laughs> I Wow, I can't even get it out. They're creating their <laughs> own separate imprint of DC feature films within Warner Brothers 
separate from the other DC films that they're already making. So this is going to be called... Right now, they're, they haven't settled on a name, but I've seen DC Dark, which is not good. Don't do that. Um, DC, <laughs> DC Black. After Dark. DC Yo, Black. Whoa. Yeah, no, that's real. It's real. DC Black. Okay. Black films matter, I guess. I don't know. Um, and among other... Uh, I mean, those are the two that I've seen so far. Is this your king? <laughs> so, I mean, that. okay. Now, if you did a universe where... All of the characters are played by either African American or African descended actors. All in, want to see it, uh-huh. here for it. Janelle Mike. Monet has said on Twitter that like people were trying to cast like a uh, shout out to Mikey Newman because he had like a, a thing blow up on Twitter. It was like a, just cast Batman, go anybody, and Janelle Monet came up really high, and then she was like, oh no, I want to be the Joker. Oh that man, that would be the master move. Ah oh, yes, yes. Yes, Janelle Monae. Yes, absolutely. She's fantastic, and her as the Joker would be amazing. I mean, that's Heath Ledger. That's like Galaxy Brain. That's Heath Ledger <laughs> casting as the Joker level. Like that's as high as you go. I'm a hundred percent in on that. We didn't have a casting corner this week. There you go, casting corner, casting corner. There you go, Janelle Monae. Um, I'm still in on the idea of the film. I don't like this separate imprint. This is you're already convoluting things enough. Um, did did you get around to saying it's still Jared Leto? Right? No, no, no. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. This is the second part of this. Is that they're also making another standalone Joker film with Jared Leto as the Joker from Suicide Squad? <laughs> so what, what? What is it? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing, DC and Warner Brothers? What are you? You know, I, I think what happened is that um, to get a leg up on the competition, whoever's the you know main execs at Warner Brothers, I'm sure they cycle them out every two weeks. Uh, started listening to podcasts, and like Fags, they heard this one, and they thought that all that chit chat is gonna get you hurt. <laughs> so they're like, "Oh yeah, motherfuckers, we're gonna do it. We're gonna here's Jared Leto, even more." They're they're, they're staring more. us down like a game of chicken. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna feature Thirty Seconds to Mars for the for the exclusive oh! soundtrack rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> we are in the darkest timeline. I don't understand. I don't understand this. I I I'm at a. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about this. You had me at Joaquin Phoenix, Scorsese produced Joker film. All right. in. You, you don't even have to show me a trailer. You don't have to show me anything. I'll just go to the movie. I'll be happy to pre-order the ticket, get my collectible glass or whatever, and just go. Wow. I will go to the. I will go. I will, that's you a got me. Dollar Mondo glass. I will go. Okay. That you. That's it. You stop there. Just stop. But then <laughs> stop it. Get some help. Yeah, and then, but then, this Jared Leto, I, 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 they must have seen his mediocre performance in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh, the worst part of that movie, which is an amazing movie, he's the worst part of it. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, we've been uh, amazed and in awe of the decisions that comes out of uh, WB for a good long time now. Uh, this is just the next one, man. Yeah, uh. <laughs> and look, I'm not trying to hate on WB. Just in general, like Harry Potter's great, Fantastic Beasts pretty great. 
Well, I mean, um, shit, yeah. <laughs> I just went on. I literally just defended Teen Titans go to the movies. You know, like, so they can do good things, like, but they choose not to. And I don't under, I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, let's move on. Cause I just, it, it takes all the energy out of me. Just thinking about it's a, it. It's a, it's a lot of hunka monka. Oh, jeez. Uh, we saw, and this is going to be posted on the, uh, on the thread, Avengers 4 promo art league. So if you don't want to see that, just, um, just scroll past it. You know, just scroll, you know, it's real easy to scroll past it. Just scroll past it. Right. Cause they're going to be in Captain Marvel. Okay. So scrolls, guess. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, uh, there's not a lot to say. It looks real nice. It's pretty and painted. Uh, Hulk looks extra thin, like he's been. Like I think I made the joke already, but he's doing yoga lattes. Um, <laughs> looks like Amadeus Cho. We could just—he does look like Amadeus Cho. Shouts to uh, our dude Amadeus Cho. Um, Incredible Hulk on the publishing side. See more publishing. Uh, we get to see Captain Marvel, looking pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's basically all the characters that are uh, that didn't that didn't get uh, Thanos <laughs> snapped out of existence. So. No spoilers really there. Um, sure. I don't know. There's not really anything to say about it. I, I want to tread oh. lightly with all Avengers 4 news because I just want to see the film. <laughs> right. It's speculation at best right now, but um, there's no Wasp in the picture. Oh, good call. Yeah. Uh, we do see Ant-Man. We do not see Wasp. So that begs the question, is she going to vanish at the end of Ant-Man and Wasp, which of course comes out in a couple of weeks? Maybe she's just so small we can't see her. Okay, that's entirely possible. Um, they could also be swerving us, as they're known to do, by not including her in this picture. You know, gets people talking. We'll find out. We'll find out in a few weeks. I hope that she doesn't get wiped out. Um, Evangeline Lily, I think, is doing a great job as Wasp. Uh, will do a great job as Wasp. She's been good in Ant-Man. And uh, Kate, Kate, she wants she uh, needs to. We go gotta back. go back. Gotta go back. Gotta go back to life if she's dead. So <laughs> uh, hopefully she's not. Any any other thoughts on the? Uh, um, looks like Black Widow's hair is back to brunette or red, maybe. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it looks good. I mean, it looks fine. Rocket uh, looks like he's angry out of loneliness. He is very lonely. Okay, he had to fight Jack Jack <laughs> in seventeen powers. <laughs> Barely made it out with his life. He lost all of everyone that was close to him. Personally, he lost a lot. Um, yeah, so he's very he's very upset. He's very angry. All right, uh, let's save Stan Lee, guys. Can we do that? Can we? Hello, I'm gonna tap on my mic here. Can we save Stan Lee? Fly. Yeah. Think, think, everyone. Uh, how do we save Stanley? Because um, it's not looking good, everybody. <laughs> it's looking terrible, in fact. It's not looking spectacular. It's not looking fantastic. It's not looking incredible. It's not looking ult amazing. Ult ultimate? It's not, looking ult it's not looking any of those things. It's not looking marvelous. Uh, okay, apparently. Uh, international? <sighs> okay, yeah. Not looking invincible, not looking international. Uh, Stan Lee, uh, there were some cops recently called to Stan Lee's home because there were multiple, multiple, not one, multiple gunmen at Stan hey, Lee's home. I'm just going to pull from the report, okay? Uh, 
let's see. Uh, apparently, um, police were swarming Stanley's Hollywood home after getting calls that two gunmen were spotted on the premises. Um, police uh, learned Stanley was at was at home uh, at the time. Reportedly, the gunmen were interested in obtaining money that they claimed Lee owed them. Police also learned that the Shit. gunmen had visited property on Wednesday as well. So prior and previously, um, officers were called. Uh, let's see. They detained two individuals. Uh, an investigation is ongoing. Uh, let's see here. There were two guys standing outside demanding money. They were shouting. There was a confrontation with Stan in front of his house. Stan doesn't know either of them. One guy was saying, I want my money. Uh, but everyone realized the men had guns. Everyone retreated inside. Uh, yeah, man. Just. God. This is. And then on the, on the back end of this story, they say on the business side, and, and we haven't talked about this before, but uh, Stanley is suing his former company, POW Entertainment, for $1 billion because they, uh, in, a, in a moment of like duress and sickness, they had him sign some documents that essentially gave over his rights to his own name, image, and likeness. Jesus. <clears throat> so, not a good look, everybody. This is, this is real bad. It's a real bad time. We need to save Stan Lee. Um, I don't know what to do. This is very distressing. That's a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. Um, there's not much we can do, unfortunately. No. Uh, he's 95 years old. Uh, is Stan Lee a perfect person? No, not at all. Uh, nobody that old that grew up in the time frame in which he grew up in. He's going to have some skeletons and stuff. I get it. But <laughs> Jack Kirby. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's given a lot. He's given a lot. Every all of this stuff that we talk about and that it, most of everyone enjoys and that Warner Brothers laments would not exist without Stanley. Mm -hmm. Even though he wasn't full creator on most of the stuff, he was in part creator of a lot of these things. And this is this is not something. This is not how he should go out. He's not long for the world. He's not going to be here that much longer. It's 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 really sad. It's really really sad. And hopefully some, he, there are a lot of powerful people, um, you know, people like Stan or uh, Kevin Smith, um, even Zack Snyder, you know, there, there are people with, with notoriety, with power, with money that are in positions to help him. And I just, I hope they figure something out. Yeah. It, um, it, it really kind of like. I say it in jest a lot, but you, you do hate to see something like this happen. It's I mean, if nothing but like this is a fellow human. <laughs> this is a fellow human is being taken advantage of. And that's not right. Right. Even if he was just Sam Sam Lee, just some random guy. Yeah. You know, it this is not what you want. You wouldn't want this for your grandparents. It's it's really terrible. I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's just Try we hope let, it gets better. We hope we get know. some good Stan, Stan Lee news one of these yeah, days. one of these days. I mean, jeez. All right. Well, that's going to bring us to the close of the show. We have one final topic. We have been getting some uh, messages and whatnot. Why aren't we? Why don't we talk about this? Why don't we talk about this property? This, this enterprise? This television show? 
Uh oh, television show. It's Buffy so, the Vampire Slayer. It's so popular and it's watched by millions of people. You, you're talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And uh, it's, Firefly. Uh, it's it was originally uh, produced by uh, you know one of, you know the creator of the show of the of the of the property of the IP. Oh shit! Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about Arrow, of course. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, we've got a lot of Walking Dead. Walking Dead news to cover. Um, yeah, we don't... Oh, yeah, it's Saudi. Golly, <laughs> that's the last breath, probably. But It's well, too late. Well worth Trying it. Trying to earn my trust. Uh, he's doing so good today. I'm so proud. Um, golly, the Walking Dead. Okay, so it's about to hit its ninth season. And we get word that Lauren Conrad, uh, who plays Maggie, is not going to be back after after this season. And that she may not even be in half the episodes. Then we get word that Andrew Lincoln, Rick, Rick Grimes, okay, the, the protagonist of the show, of the, of the comic book. Comic book, which is fantastic, by the way. Coral, get in the house. Coral, most Coral, get in the house. Tell him to, tell him to get in the house. Uh, Lori, stop screwing Shane. Oh man, that's gonna be a problem. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, Andrew Lincoln is only gonna be in six episodes of the ninth season, and then he's done. He's leaving the show. He's the main character. <laughs> he's the main character of the show. Um. And, oh, Soundy coming through. <laughs> my boy, my dude. Yeah, he would be a big fan. Um, okay, but that's not it. That's not even the most, as crazy as that news is. The most shocking thing is it was revealed uh, very recently that John Bernthal, Punisher, by the way. Oh, no. Punisher countdown or watch look or whatever we'll call it. yeah let the face up let's it's the last two what do you got have you seen netflix punisher I have not seen netflix punisher oh my god i am no i'm legit i guarantee listen to me podcast listeners cbc universe i will watch at least one episode this saturday it is happening i may even live video from facebook or like a live tweeting type scenario. It's going to happen. I'm going to watch at least one episode of Punisher this Saturday, which is going to be June. What day? June 23rd. It is happening. At least one. Wow. At least one episode. Okay. But John Bernthal, who played Shane, played, play past tense, right. played <laughs> Shane. Season two was killed. Is coming back for season nine. Wow, soundy, sounding like a goddamn THX. <laughs> Amazing. Um, How? I. <laughs> so we, I, I think, I think what they're gonna do is that they're gonna since since Andrew Lincoln's only gonna be in six episodes, they're gonna uh -huh. do the angle where where Rick loses his mind. Right, Carl. Oh, that shit again? The thing they've already done? Spoilers. Carl Coral is dead. 
Coral's not in the show. He's not in the show anymore. That's probably not a good move, but he's dead. So that's going to be the thing that sets Rick off for good. Like, he's going to lose it. Again, yes, they've done this device before. And he's going to see Shane, like, go Shane. Like, talking to him, being like, you weren't tough enough, Rick. <laughs> you couldn't save Lori, Rick. <laughs> That's what I want. I just want Shane laying into him and like, You couldn't yeah, save she, Coral, she, she, Rick, because you weren't a big enough man, Rick. <laughs> I think that's what we're going to do. I think it's lame. I think it's played out. Oh, my God. I stopped watching the show like six seasons ago. Do not oh, regret that so decision. you're so lucky. Do not regret that decision at all. Um, I've kept up with it, unfortunately. Really? Oh, yeah. my goodness. That is a revelation, sir. I My condolences to you. Um, it's been a hard, hard life uh, <laughs> watching this show. Now, granted, I know I know that Daryl is is sort of the runaway hit character. He's the Fonz of right. Walking Dead. He doesn't exist in the comic, as far as I know. There's um, no shirts, though. If Daryl dies, we riot. Um, yeah, he's got. So I think they're going to make the show about him. Which this is the thing. This is the thing where they're making the mistake of they think this is what the fans and people want because he's the favorite character. But they're going to give that to the people, and the people are going to fucking hate it. And they're going to get <laughs> sick of it, and they're going to hate it, and it's going to do terribly. Oh, come on, man. Young Sheldon isn't that bad. Wow. I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> uh, thoughts, sir, since you apparently still go through the guillotine that is The Walking Dead, uh, how uh, how do you feel about this? Uh, it's It's been past its due date for a while now. Yeah, some spoiled um, milk. Yeah. I don't know. It's like um I think it should have ended like around uh season 7 or so. Like uh as soon as like Negan kind of came into play that like uh and like what he did like killing um uh your boy um well, they didn't uh, kill Morgan. They no, yeah, well, no. He didn't kill Morgan. He killed Abram and. Uh, oh, oh, uh, 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 Stephen Yoon. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, what was man. His name? Uh, wow. Uh, uh, Maggie. Like, and then. Maggie Ree. Ree's the last name. Uh, Glenn? Glenn. Yeah, Glenn. Glenn? Wow. Jesus Christ. That hurt. That, that really hurt it. <laughs> It split a lot of the fan base just because, you know, rightly so. It was really graphic. It was a lot to take in. And uh, everybody fucking loved Glenn. So we, we already see kind of what happens when they, you know, play against favorite. So I don't, I, again, I, I don't, I don't know if it's the right move either. Like uh, leaning into Daryl. I mean, um, Norman Reedus has like a bunch of properties he's already working on. He, he's working hard on Death Stranding. Those so. words don't go together. Those are not words. <laughs> Holding the baby. Like baby battery. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> Hashtag baby battery. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the perfect end to this would have been like, um, you know, seeing the saviors and, you know, having the season kind of start with them and seeing Rick's group of the survivors kind of like uh, doing like really, you know, night attack raids on them. And like uh, seeing, you know, that survivor group is kind of like ghosts in the night. And like they're the big bad now because they were kind of feral to begin with. Um, it, they've been stuck in act two, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if there is a resolution in the comics because I don't read the comics. But um, if so, there is a better resolution, maybe I should. 
It's a lot of preparation and uh, no H. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. I, uh, I mean, I'm out. I'm only bringing this up because, like I said, people people keep asking, and I mean, I get yeah. it. It's a real popular comic property. It's a it's a lot to, to keep a series running past like season five now. Yeah, five or six. Like it. That's why the British the British model is so good, right? Because they they only have like five to ten episodes of anything, right. and then it's yeah. only like a few seasons. It's a handful right, of even... seasons, and then they're done. The longest running run, doc, longest running one, Doctor Who. They even switch off doctors every two seasons or so. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't have a lot to say other than I just don't understand what's going on. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, it's almost like the actors are held hostage at this point, they're just, they're <laughs> trying, to get, trying to get out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. if anything, the last season I was like, Okoye, come on, you can kill all of these people single-handedly. <laughs> Why are you afraid? This is no place to die. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I mean, it's like Dolby Digital. I don't know what soundy you like. Soundy's like on HGH right now. Really? Well, that's good. It's it's crazy. I I'm surprised. Okay, so this is something we didn't discuss in the Slack, but I just real quick, I'm gonna. Yeah. I think we should start doing this. I'm Hell gonna, in a cell. It's, Let's it's go. Called, it's called the Big Big Wheel Big. Award, Uh-oh. and it's oh shit for <laughs> it's for the thing that tried to do the most and failed the most. <laughs> and I'm awarding the Big Wheel Award this week to Warner Brothers DC for their Joker bullshit. <laughs> Uh, whatever it is they're doing, um. So I think that was Sandy. That was Sandy's death knell right there. Because so I, I I cut him off. I cut him off because I wasn't sure he's was gonna make it. Um, yeah. Big Wheel Award goes to Joker. Joke the Joker mess that Warner Brothers is creating for themselves. Um, <laughs> do you agree with my Big Wheel Award? Uh, next week you'll get to give out the Big Wheel. But no, by the way, that's but, a that's a strong choice. I, I agree yeah, with that whole I mean, part. Walking Dead's definitely a contender, but yeah. Uh, so congratulations, I guess, to Warner Brothers DC for uh, winning this week's Big Wheel Award. We'll <laughs> Fucking who, Big Wheel. <laughs> we'll see who gets it next week. Until then, the Fortress of Podtude is closed. Stay super, everybody. Stay Wong strong.